Welcome to episode 76 of the Relationship Marketing Podcast with Cody B. Today's guest is Michael Burnoff. Michael is the president and founder of Human Communications Institute, a leader in the personal and professional development industry. He works directly with individuals as well as corporate executives who desire to transform their corporate culture in an ever-changing marketplace. His passion for his work is limitless and his dedication to positively impacting the world by empowering every individual is uncompromising. During his own journey of self-discovery, Michael studied and modeled effective leaders recognized worldwide. He focused their philosophies, strategies, and techniques that have consistently produced rapid and lasting change. By combining a variety of these proven disciplines and his own strategies, Michael has created his own programs that have enabled both him and his clients to overcome limiting beliefs and achieve a life beyond limits. And now, Cody B. Hello, everybody. This is Cody Bateman. Welcome to a brand new episode of our Relationship Marketing Podcast. Super excited, as I always am, for our guests that we have on today. Before we bring him on, I just want to do a quick shout out to all of you. Appreciate all that you're doing, our listeners who come on here each and every week, and new people that are coming on simply wanting to, to be better in your life, to be more kind to people, to reach out in kindness, create genuine relationships. That's what this show is all about. Uh, relationship marketing is about the first word. Uh, the second word takes care of itself. So everything in life is about relationship. And that's what we talk about here on this show. <laughs> we like to talk about relationship with self and relationship with others. And today's guest, we're going to talk a lot about both of those things. This guy's a master at this relationship with self stuff. Uh, he's really done some incredible work in the personal development area. So please welcome to our show, the one and only Mr. Michael Burnoff. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Cody. I appreciate it. I, I, lo I love the name and I love the topic, relationships. I love it. Absolutely. Well, you, you've got some great content on that. In fact, uh, <laughs> I love, we were talking in the pre-show, you know, we go way back. I remember you years ago using our services at Send Out yep. Cards and and uh, we kind of talked about some old memories from a long time ago. But uh, you've come a long ways, my friend. You've done some incredible work since 2005. I want to congratulate you, first Thank of you. all, for, for great success. So the founder of Human Connection Institute. Communications, excuse me. Human and we do make connections. Institute. I mean, you could say it like either way. It works perfect. Yeah, yeah. Human communication. Communication is now there's a couple of things that I like in your bios and the notes that you have, and I just kind of pull those things out and as as topics. We're gonna get to your book in a minute. Um, but I want to start out with you know, founder of Human Communication Institute. And something really caught my eye said that you developed human interaction technology. Now, those are some pretty good words there. Big words. Developed human interaction technology. Tell, tell us what that is. What is that all Yeah, about? I mean, we believe, I, the whole thing is everybody's got what they believe. And I got to give you credit. I, I wanted to just give you a major shout out real quick. You have been reminding me when people's birthdays were prior to Mark Zuckerberg, prior to Facebook. So I got to tell you, you are, you are the predecessor to that way before any of that showed up. So I still have announcements that show up from back in the old days of in my send out cards, you know, emails, my notifications, you remind me of important dates, other stuff. So prior to Mark Zuckerberg, people get a random phone call because Facebook told you, Cody, you were doing that prior. So I don't know if you, you, you thought about that, but congratulations. Thank you. And I'll tell you, that's a big piece of the puzzle. Our whole company philosophy is very similar to yours, that 
communication is the most underdeveloped and underutilized asset that we have as human beings. And we send our kids off to school, we worried about diet, we concern ourselves with economics, but how much time do we really spend on learning how to communicate with ourselves and other people to get what we want in this world, whether it's sending a card, having a conversation, talking about what happened, dealing with your day, dealing with the craziness that's going on in the world, everything in the world comes down to communication. And I can't tell you one practical, like ninja styles, like almost like Boy Scout class I ever took in my life, ever on communication prior to this. It's one of the biggest reasons I developed this. The world needs it now more than ever. You know, it's interesting. I, when I was going to college, <clears throat> I uh, took a course called communications. <laughs> and there was actually a degree in communications. Yep. And I literally thought that, oh, cool, I'm going to go here and learn how to communicate with people. But that's not what the courses were. It, it, communication was about advertising. It was about marketing. It was about, you know, core, you know, core skill sets that are necessary and great things. But that's what they called communication, where what you're talking about, communication is more connecting with another human being. And also connecting with yourself. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, one of the biggest things I tell you, if all you get out of working with me is to learn how to not be bothered or to put what belongs in the right box in your life, like challenges are going to happen in this world. And most people don't recognize that when challenges occur, we code all that information inside of our brains, pictures, sounds, feelings, ideas. It's the same thing when somebody gets a card in the mail, that card's nostalgic. It brings back a feeling that they've had before in their life. It's a, it's a wonderful feeling. It brings back a memory, it reminds you of being at a campfire or at a barbecue. You see the words of somebody else. We code everything that happens in our lives, both good and bad. Most people have no idea that they have the ability to influence how those things are felt, heard, thought, sought out in our brain. So I've been teaching this now for studying for 20 years, teaching this professionally for almost 17 years. And every time I come across people, I'll come across therapists. I've trained thousands of therapists, thousands of business owners, thousands of politicians. We've worked with people in three letter agencies and every one of them go, why do they not teach this in school? And the answer is, I don't think they ever thought about it. Isn't that amazing? It's just incredible because you, you do, you think about how important communication is in any relationship. Yep. I mean, think about, <laughs> think about your most important relationships, your family yep. relationships, your spouse relationships, and how important communication is in, in those situations, let alone everything else. And like you said, there's very little out there that literally teaches you how to do it. What is the key in your mind? What, if you were to say, I'm really going to put you on the spot here. I love the spot. If you were to say in one word, what is, what is the key to effective communication in one word? If you could awareness. describe just awareness, interesting. So awareness. So why would you say that? I'd say awareness because a lot of times we don't recognize what's going on. I had a, a lot of times, we, like I have, I have clients that come to me for all kinds of challenges. We have everything from divorce to loss to horrible, horrific stuff to I got to get ahead of my business. This whole Corona thing has gotten me Fortune 100 companies, entrepreneurs, everybody's been calling. And most people are so aware. It's like ADD. They're so, people think ADD is lack of focus. It's actually hyper-focused sometimes on the wrong thing. So awareness changes everything. Like I'll give you just a crazy example, Cody, that Diet, for an example, most people call all food food. They call McDonald's food, they call barbecue food, they call, um, they call a shake food, and they think everything's food. And they don't recognize the second you separate 
each thing, your brain knows what to do with it. So when you call it nutrition, entertainment and addiction, and you're aware of that, you can go, got it. I had Captain Crunch for breakfast. That's entertainment. I had a pizza for lunch. That's entertainment. Six bags of Doritos for dinner. That's addiction, right? The second you turn around and you say to yourself, wait a second, I just did that. It's probably a good idea to have broccoli or an apple for a snack. Most people just call things food, even in relationships. Do you know, most people don't separate their relationships. Like I don't have family or friends anymore. I eliminated those. I have a team. So I have a team of people that my family and friends are on, and then there's everybody else. And I break them down to categories, people I do different certain things with. I'm not the judge, but what's amazing is if you call all people and the amount of relationship you're going to have with every human being is the same, we're all going to be miserable because we can't do it. So there are certain people, there's your family, your team, your core, there's your business contacts, then there's your vendors and different things and stuff. As soon as we call everybody our friends, it's a very overwhelming thing. I'm just telling you language, Mark Zuckerberg's messed it up for everybody. Telling everyone they got 5,000 friends. I don't know half of those people are. They're just on my page. Well, a lot of times too, you know, we, we have this thing called relationship marketing. We talk a lot about creating genuine relationship. And there's, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, when you're in a business dealing, let's say, you know, I'm, I'm selling a product or a service and, and I'm, trying to create relationships and put people in my funnel and go through the process and make a sell and then generate referral business later from that person and, and continue the ongoing business. That's kind of the nature of the game in marketing. So I create relationships along the way. And what we say in relationship marketing is that you focus on that first word, create genuine relationships, but here's what comes up. What comes up is a lot of these, business associates or these um, customers, let's say, become your friends. And there's, it's so like you said, you know, now you're putting them in categories. They're my customer, but now they're my friend too. Are they your, are they your lot friends? Are they on your team? Which is it? Well, that's a good question. That's a good question. That's why I bring it up. Okay. So it, it in a lot of cases, it initiates as a business interaction, you, we teach to, gen, to create genuine relationship with people, not, con, not concerned primarily for a sell or what you can get, but to be focused on what you can give to any relationship that starts out. Now, you may be starting out the relationship because you're generating business for your, you know, for your business, but we teach that when you start that process that you're trying to make genuine connection with another human being in the process of doing that you're there to serve and to give to them more than you're there to sell to them you're there to serve and to give to them and in the process of doing that a lot of times you become friends you become, <laughs> you just become friends you connect you become friends but they're still possibly your customer they probably will become your customer then they will become a referral partner etc cetera, etc cetera. so so how do you categorize it all? Because a lot of people come back and say, you better be careful making your customers your friends because then it can get kind of crazy sometimes. Sometimes you'll do things for your friends you wouldn't do for, you know what I'm saying? There's that, always yeah, that conversation it comes down to expectations. On. And I think, Cody, the biggest challenge people have in all relationships is expectations. I think it's a big issue people have and they don't speak up front the way, the, way it works. You know, here, here's how it's, even in recruiting or selling or sharing, 
you got to let people know what they're in for, what's going on. So let's get, let's separate words here right now. There's a big difference between you and I becoming friendly and we're really friends and we're very close friends. Those are three different types of things. Most people don't recognize there's investments and then there's investments. Like I bought Tesla stock at 90 bucks. It's 1300 bucks today. That was an investment, right? Uh, buying a book may give me a thousand, two thousand dollars back on 10 bucks. That's a great investment too. They're two totally different types of things. So where I'm going with this is you have friends, people you're friendly with, but it's also about setting expectations with people and letting people know in advance what the rules are. Because I think most people don't even set this in their relationships on how, how a relationship with you works. I think most people don't get it. Like we're going to get to spend time together. I'm excited. We're going to get to know each other. We're going to spend time and you can come to the meetings or you can call me at this time or text is better than phone. Most people just leave it open-ended and then whatever their definition of as a relationship and yours. So what people are really saying is you have to be careful that you are very clear with what you mean about a relationship up front. Cause let's say your version of relationship is that annoying, I mean, annoying is the wrong word, but that person that calls, 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 it even calls when I say I'm busy. Well, I have to be very clear up front that, you know what, I'm excited. Uh, we're going to get an opportunity to work together. We'll get to know each other for the next couple of months. I am a, I am an extremely busy person. My family does come first, but we're going to get a time to chance to spend some time together over time. If you leave it open, this is where you leave it open and, and communication doesn't happen. Lack of expectations. And that's where the relationships get jarred and messed up. Okay. So let's, let's do a little, um, Let's 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 you want do a role a play. Idea. Let's do a little role play. Let's do it. So we, you and I, both have a mutual friend and business associate. His name is Jordan Adler. Love him. Okay. So what I want to do is, and a lot of our listeners know who Jordan is. A lot, a lot don't, but a lot of them do. And Jordan's a, Jordan's a master at relationships. He's a master at relationship marketing. Um, he, he's really good at creating this kind of stuff that we're talking about. You have an ongoing relationship with Jordan Adler and what, how long have you known Jordan? I've known Jordan almost 20 years and I think we've gotten together 19 times and 20. we've talked about 50, but our relationship is deep. Okay. All right. So let's use that as an example. What I, I want to go through the, the course of that 20 year relationship. Yep. Um, for how did you meet Jordan and what was the intention when you first got to know each other. We met through, we met through a mutual friend said, you need to meet Jordan. Uh, he had um, exited one thing and he was in the middle of exiting something and, and moving on to your world, which is really incredible. Uh, actually it was, it was prior to that. We met through the old, the old situation he was involved in. And someone okay, said, so you need to meet Jordan. Was, was, What's that? The business, it was a business setting, right? You, it was a business setting. Yeah, we business. met through a, when, when the telecom business setting he was involved in a long time ago. So, and we met through there. Someone said, you need to meet him. We connected, uh, mutual respect. We had a few things in common. I believe we had a bond over our love for communication and influence and our, our desire to learn. I believe we might've even talked about neuro-linguistic programming back then. I think that might've been one of the things we talked about. And we exchanged numbers way prior to an iPhone. It was little flip phones. We exchanged numbers. I don't even know if there was text back then. And every once in a while, we would text back and forth. That was before sendo cards existed. Mm -hmm. Then so, we reconnected. Okay, so in that process of reconnecting, so you, so what do you, so you and Jordan over the years have connected because you have common interests yep. in personal development stuff. Yep. 
you have common interests in business. Yep. You know, you've done some business deals together. Yes. Uh, and you're also quote unquote friends. Yes. Right? Okay. So how do you categorize Jordan? I'd put him down as a close friend that I don't see often and it's not necessary. And why I'm saying that is we've established a relationship of, of see, when two people meet, this is, goes back to one of my college professors is a guy named Robert Cialdini. He wrote a book called Influence, right? And very incredible book. And he speaks in there about something called reciprocity. And he says it only works if the other person comes along the same lines of socialization. They came from the same thing. So Jordan and I both come from, we don't need to speak every day and we are both busy people and respect each other's busyness. So we're very, very in line with, even if we don't speak for four or five years, we will pick up where we left off. So we come from that thread. So we're two people that magically met and we would have been friends in any environment, any age gap, any anything, because we come from a very similar belief system of expectations. I don't think we ever spoke them, but luckily they were in alignment with each other. Okay, so don't you find that common? A lot of times when you meet somebody that you are, that you are in alignment with, like your vibrational energy is similar, your yes. interests are similar, like you and Jordan, that you really don't have to talk about boundaries. Nope. You just know them. So a lot of times what I've seen a lot of times what people do is they'll, they'll meet somebody that's not on the same vibrational energy, doesn't have the same interests, but we try so hard to get them there. <laughs> you know, yep. People try so hard to work on relationships to get them where you think they ought to be. And that's when I notice that boundaries don't get discussed. Boundaries do get violated and the relationships kind of don't last. And, and that's where people spend a lot of energy. Don't you see a lot of energy going into stuff like this when it really doesn't need to? How do you, yeah. find, how do you find the people that you're naturally vibrating at the same level with? I mean, what, what's, because I have a belief that there's millions of people out there that will naturally resonate to you and your message. And those are the people you're looking for. Uh, there's millions of people that are not going to resonate with you, Michael. Hate, yep. hate to hate to be the one to tell you. But I, I, I have a lot. I'm a strong personality. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. There's millions of people that do not at all resonate with my mission and what I do. Now, I don't know how, but there's millions that think it's just crazy. Yep. But there's and millions okay. who think it's great. And that is okay. And, and I, I guess the reason I'm bringing this up is I went through years – when I guess I, maybe I didn't know that was okay. I went through years where I beat myself up if everybody wasn't happy with me or everybody wasn't happy with my message. I went through years of that, just ridiculous waste of time on my part to do that till I realized, you know what? There's millions of people that naturally resonate with, with me and vice versa. Those are the people that you seek out. I noticed that in you. I noticed that you have natural relationships like you do with a Jordan. Yep. How do you, for our listeners, when you go out and create relationships and network and meet new people, how do you, how do you uh, attract that group that just naturally resonates with you? I, I have the antennas up all the time. So I'm one of those things I'll tell you is when you get clear on who you are and you put yourself in the right situations, that's when things work. I was sitting on a plane I fly first class, obviously, when we were flying, just because I don't fit in the back of the plane and 
why wouldn't I? You know, I'm traveling somewhere. Why wouldn't I put myself in a position? Years ago, I said I would do that. And people always ask me, how do you meet great people? Well, one is you've got to put yourself in the positions that you want to be in. So if you want entrepreneur, entrepreneurs, you got to go with entrepreneurs are. So I'm sitting on a plane and really, really great advice that I got. I'm sitting next to this guy and he's showing me his phone and his nephew. And I don't know who this guy is from anybody. And he's showing me his nephew. And he said, my nephew is in a wheelchair and he wants to be a speaker one day. And I said, oh, I'm a speaker. I could recommend some help. He goes, do you think I need to get an agent for him? And I said, I don't think you need an agent. I think you just need to get started, right? And he goes, okay, I think I'm gonna ask Adam Sandler and Jay-Z who they recommend. And I'm like, who is this guy sitting next to me? And um, I had no idea. And he says, you probably didn't know who I am. Your parents will. My name is Tony Orlando. And uh, from Tony Orlando and Dawn. I don't know if you remember, remember Tony Orlando back in the day? And he said to me, and I asked him some advice. We became super cool friends. Like, like he's another Jordan to me. I text him every few months. He gives me advice. He sends me videos, sends me memes. He gives me all kinds of really cool stuff. And, like it's, and I said, how, what do you recommend with the relationships? He said, the one thing that Hollywood did back in the day that it doesn't do now or the movie business did, we supported each other. So we've got to find people that support each other. So he tells a story about Frank Sinatra and he says, Frank helped him out when, when Tony was just getting started and he goes, sit next to this person. I'm gonna have you sit behind him. And the reason, because why am I gonna sit next to him? He goes, because the camera will be on you all the time. He goes, in the old days, people supported each other. So here's one thing I'm gonna give you as advice for everybody is that for years, people wouldn't help me in relationships. Couldn't figure out why. People didn't give me leads. People didn't serve me, didn't help me. I'm wondering like, what's going on? And then I realized that I wasn't being supportable, meaning that I was acting like I had it all figured out and I wasn't being very clear on my intentions. So I would say to you, Cody, if you said, Michael, do you need anything? I said, Cody, of course, I would love to talk to incredible entrepreneurs that wanna make a difference in the world that can help them with their lives. Years ago, my ego was so big that Cody, I would have said to you, no, I'm good, I don't need anything. So where I'm going with this is we've gotta get clear on who we are and what matters. So when I think of what you said, who you are, I'm a man on a mission. And if you're not on my mission, that's okay. I still love you as a person, but you're just not on my mission. And we have to be okay adding as well as subtracting in this world. So that's one of the things I recognize. Like my wife and I, we have tons of friends, but we also have no friends. Do you know what I'm saying? So we have a million people in our lives, but we have very few that we're going to spend time with because we're very consumed with our family and our mission. So if that answers the question for you, I believe in a roundabout way in my own voodoo way is get clear on who you really are and as long as you need and you're desperate, you will never have real relationships. You have to get past that point because you're coming from survival and you're not coming from service. And a lot of people act like they're from service, but you really need to get past your survival instincts. Wow, really, really good stuff. We are listening to Michael Burnoff. He is the founder of Human Communication Institute. Uh, developed human interaction technology is how he kind of runs his day-to-day -day life. He's just came out with a best-selling book called Average Sucks. Yeah, I love the title. <laughs> Average Sucks came out in January of 2020. He's got a shirt on for those of you watching on YouTube. Uh, he just put up his shirt there, uh, Average Sucks. Let's talk, let's talk a little bit about that. Um, so, it's interesting. I wrote a couple of notes down. I, I went to the, I, I don't know, I think it was, I think it might have been Amazon where I, where I just pulled up your book as Amazon. There's a little description there. And um, there are a couple things that poked out at me in the description of this book, Average Sucks. Uh, one of them was an invitation to meet 
the real you. In Average Sucks, you talk about an invitation to meet the real you. What, what does that mean? Yeah, so when I wrote the book Average Sucks, I, I knew it would do one of two things. I own the brand, I own the name. It's like send out cards. I own the, the concept, you know what I'm saying? And when people hear it immediately, their initial reaction is, oh, Average Sucks. I got guys in Lamborghinis stop me all the time in my car because my license plate says Average Sucks. People drive by and I'm like, do you know what it means? And they're like, oh yeah, be better than everybody else. I said, not at all. It's yeah. your average. We all have yeah. an average. You have an average amount of cards you send. You have an average amount of times you work out. An average times you're intimate in a year. So we all have an average. And we are, our lives direction is dominated by your current average. So average sucks. Really what it means is, is that you have you, who you're capable of being, and there's how you live your life. And as long as the life you have, you currently have, and the one you want are not the same thing, Average has to suck because most people have an average and their average is their current economics, their current life, their current job, their current love, their current everything. So if you ever had a feeling like, I know I should be doing more, I know I'm capable of more, what's holding me back? Well, up until now, nobody's had a real word for it. It's called your average. And your average dominates your everyday thinking, your ideas, your concepts, your communication. Everything is controlled by your average. And this book explains how to actually get past that. It's, it's fascinating psychology. So you, again, in your descriptions, everyone has an average and it determines how well your life works. Everybody has an average. So I have an average yep. and it determines how my life works. Yep. Elaborate a little bit more on that. So you got through a day in your life. I know, you, I know the backstory. I'm sure you've shared it before. You had a situation, you had an idea, you put the two things together, you said never again. You had a never again moment in your life. We all have that. Never again will I not do something. You had yours, I know your story, I'm certain you've told it here, so we're not gonna spend time unless you wanna share it one more time. People have moments they say, if you're watching this on video and not listening, I want you to imagine we all have a moment in our lives where we say, never again, I'll never be fat again, I will never go back to an average job, I'm never gonna go back in. And in a moment, we say never again. And in that moment, this is a beautiful thing, opportunity shows up and we build this box for ourselves of like what I want, what I don't want, what I want, what I don't want. And then we build walls of an identity and we put the perfect people in our lives to keep us in this box. So every one of us without recognizing it gets to a day we say never again, I'm not where I want to be. And we build a new average for ourselves. And what we don't realize is we don't actually get what we want. We just don't do what we used to do. So if you ever wonder why people get frustrated, is there, you ever notice most dinner, remember when we used to go to dinner, when people used to go out to eat before this whole thing? Um, what happened is, <laughs> what does every conversation people have? What they want, what they don't want, what they want, what they don't want. Everything everybody wants is outside of your current average. So the body you want, the business you want. Like if I looked at your bank statements, everyone's, there is a give or take of 20%. 20% more, 20% less that everybody does every year. And there's no way to get past it unless you literally change your identity and change your average. Wow. Really, really good stuff. So you, uh, again, in, in some notes that I took down, um, th this one kind of caught my eye a little bit. In, in today's day and age, and you teach a lot on personal responsibility, yep. taking personal responsibility for where you're at, what you're going to do. Uh, you're ultimately in control of everything. You have a, 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 a sentence here, though, that says, it's not your fault that you feel stuck. Uh, invisible, there's an invisible force that's holding you back. So 
when I first read that, I'll be honest, when I first read that, I said, well, you're, give, you're, you're giving me a pass. You're giving me a pass, and that's not my fault. So how, how do you respond to that? Yeah, I give you the pass on purpose. That's called marketing. I want to get the other half of the world that isn't, doesn't understand ownership yet. So I'm getting them in. Let's get real, real. I'm a master well, of influence. So half the world is going to love the book Average Sucks because they're, they're this, I'm going to say, caring, loving, capitalistic business entrepreneur. They're going to be like, got it, I'm in. The other half is going to be like, wow, this guy's giving me a pass, right? So well, it's sneaky in a good way. So then I get you yeah. in and I go, you know what? Nobody taught you this till now. But the second you know better, it is now your fault, okay? Yeah, so what you didn't know, you know that feeling when you got to go way back in time, been married a long time, long time since I asked someone to prom, but you remember that feeling like you're at the edge of a, you ever been cliff jumping in Utah or something off of a cliff or oh, yeah. you ever done any of that? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So yeah. I'm at the edge of a, an action park in New Jersey. I'm at the edge of this cliff and I got this feeling that like, why can't I jump? Or you're a distributor and you're wondering why can't I ask that real estate agent to get involved with SOC? Like, why can't I do it, right? So what happens is that feeling, when we don't know what it is, we just call it fear. All that really is, is your life is only good up to that point. What we need to learn how to do is to actually give you skills to get past that point. So up till now, it is not your fault. Nobody taught you. Nobody explained it to you. Now that you know, full responsibility. So once you read the book, full responsibility to get what you want. Here's the best part. It will change your economics. It will change your workouts. It will change the way you do business. Anybody that reads it will change the way they play the game of life permanently. And you will not be able to go back. Okay. So we can get uh, the book Average Sucks on Amazon, right? Yep. Uh, we also have your website michaelburnoff.com there's yep. a bunch of stuff on there that you can check out you've also got some online courses right yep. tell yep. us a little bit about the courses you offer yeah we've actually been giving one away right now which is crazy so if you're listening to this right now and we're still doing this a couple of things i was going to say if you're getting the book check out averagesucks.com giving away about eight hours in audios there if you guys want it there's my gift any entrepreneur anybody that cares about their life just literally you'll love it it's not just entrepreneurs it's people that really care people that want to run the business of their life better one thing we did, Cody, and you're going to love this, when, when Corona hit, and I don't want to date this, but we, we should talk, it, it's something that really occurred. My wife and I looked at each other, and I know you had a similar experience too, right around the time where that next stage happened, when the, everyone stopped getting along, right? I, Jordan told me what you did, that great move you did. And um, when this whole thing happened, my wife and I looked at each other, go, hey, listen, we learned in 08 and 09, we said, uh, we never wanna get stuck in this trap again. So we built a life that we don't have to do a thing for 10 years. Economically, I could have my same life, do nothing for 10 years, I'm fine. But that's not my purpose on earth. So what we said is, anybody who cares right now that really wants to get by, that's home, not home, that wants to make it work, we've been giving away a program. We've given away $3.5 million worth of our call to action program to anybody that wants to take it. It's from home. I came out of digital retirement. I'm doing it every two weeks live. It's over the phone. It's live. It's with me. So if anybody wants that, that's listening right now, it is completely... I don't know the appropriate word, no matter what business you are, whatever race, religion, color, creed, it's, I can't think of what word, it works for humans. That's who it's for. Any human being that wants to better their life, check out calltoactiontime.com and I'm giving it away for free and it's, it's five days with me. I don't care if you're a stay-at-home mom, a real estate agent, SOC, it doesn't matter what you do, it will make your life better. And what's crazy is I built the course 17 years ago on, on a dare from Jordan and I've been doing it ever since. So it's changed the, changed the world, this thing. So 
calltoactiontime.com. I'm giving it away for free. Zero strings attached, nothing else to buy. My way to serve the world. Everybody's got to have their way. My parents taught me this, Cody. You'll like it when I was a kid. They said, the world works nice, but we got to do our job to repair it. And this is my, my wife and I are our way to repair the world. That's a, our greatest gift in the world. No matter what religion you are, is we have a duty to repair the world. But first we start with our own world. Love it. So it's called the actiontime.com. Yep. With a two or a TL, we make it so you can spell any way you want. Okay, perfect. All right. Yeah. Make sure you get on there. Uh, all of our listeners get on there and check that out. It's a great way to sharpen the saw and to get your minds right. So that's the key is to get your minds right. So Michael, I, I, I always like to close my show by just giving you the floor. I've kind of boxed you in with my questions. I loved it. Now it's, yeah, no, it was great. We had a great conversation. We could go on for hours. I yeah, I'm enjoying this. I feel like we could talk for days. Fact, it's been, it's been yeah, years, but I love it. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to have you come back in a little different format where we might uh, do a workshop together or something. I love it. Um, I think we could have a lot. Yeah. Love it. So we'll work on that. Um, but I, I'd like to close the podcast by just giving you the floor. It's freestyle time, Michael Burnoff. Okay. So whatever you want to share, whatever you feel is necessary for our listeners to hear, especially right now in these challenging times, floor is yours. Okay, cool. How much time? What would you like? Five minutes? Three minutes? Two minutes? Sure, yeah. Okay, yeah, so it, it, the advice I give all of you right now, this is a very unique time right now what's going on in the world. Uh, there's no getting around it, no matter what side anybody's on of any issues, whether it's physical, medical, whatever is going on. And if I could give any advice to anybody here is some big sign that I have in my office. And it says, your future hinges on your ability to effectively communicate. And if I could really explain anything to any one of you that the word communication does not mean body language that's a piece of it does not mean um it does not mean just the words you use it's really the way that you live your life and it starts with you and it starts the way you communicate with yourself i i said a while ago right when this whole thing happened i said you know we got to be really really careful what we listen to what we let in our minds and what we do because Everybody has an agenda, but the question is, what's your agenda? What's your agenda for your life? And how is it that you want to live? And you've got to be really careful what you do. So if you're listening to this right now in the middle of all this prime time or any time in this world, I truly believe what we do right now, we are going to be judged for for the next six, eight, 10 years ahead. And also going to tell you the majority of the world is taking a nap and sleeping. They're using this whole, I don't want to say Corona, political unrest, this year of 2020. And a lot of people are taking a nap right now. And if you ever wanted to get ahead, one of the greatest gifts you can give the world, I watch religious folks, they don't even understand the word sin it comes from the Old Testament, which means to miss the mark. It means to not live up to your true potential. And I think when you look forward, there's opportunity galore for everybody out there. I realized on my left and right shoulder, I got an angel of death on both sides. I'm not looking back. And the one the reason I want to tell all of you this is that there's never been a better time in the world to get ahead right now. I have a ton of friends in the hedge fund world. And if we're talking money and relationships right now, everything is going to work just fine. It always has worked fine. If you look in the mirror, the world's always worked out. There's challenges, there's issues, there's problems, there's sickness, death. It's been there since the beginning of time. None of that's going to go away. The question is, what are you going to do? 
And when I bring back that story that, that I talked about repairing the world, my, I, it just reminded me, because I had gotten off track in life. I got very, very comfortable with where I was at. We built a business. We were doing quite a bit, doing, I don't know, we've done $70, $80 million since I've seen you last, uh, Cody, in a small little business. I'd say it's pretty good what we've done. Um, we have a great life. My wife and I do well. We help people, helped hundreds of thousands of people. And when I was writing my book, one of the challenges I ran into, maybe one of the challenges that you're, some of you watching this, are not living the life that you want. And this is the part I left out of my book. So if you didn't get Average Sucks yet, really write it down, get the book. I make no money selling it. I make really the world to me. It's one of the gifts I can give back is help, help you put that book into your hand. But this is what happened. For nine years, Michael Bur Burnoff couldn't write the book. And the reason I couldn't write it was there was a 10-year-old boy that was trying to write that book, a guy that had ADD, that was overcoming his insecurities, that was didn't want to ask for help. I'm getting chills as I tell you this right now in, in 110 degree Phoenix. And I don't share this very often, but I was scared to write it. And not that I'm a scared person, because I'll confront anybody. I got clients you wouldn't believe. Like I, I, I met with Oprah uh, earlier this year. Like I'm not scared of human beings by any stretch of the imagination, but I was scared a lot of myself of what I was capable of, what I was able to do. So if you ever thought, why am I holding back? This is be one of the gifts that isn't in the book that I wanted to give you was for years, I couldn't get myself to write the book, couldn't get myself to do it. And then I realized that I wanted to prove a point. I wanted to get over this insecurity, this doubt, this fear. And then one day I looked in the mirror and I said, what, what's holding me back? And I was on a podcast, no different than this. And I called out a person that actually he was the host and I called him out and I said something to him that I eventually said to me, I looked in the mirror and I said, Michael, I know you can't write the book because whatever you're doing is holding back. Then I asked the question, what does a 41-year-old man, because a nine-year-old or 10-year-old boy was writing the book. I was 41 at the time last year when I first wrote the book. What does a 41-year-old man that um, has helped hundreds of thousands of people over the world, that's earned tens of millions of dollars in sales, that's gotten keynotes that most people don't make in a year, that's helped people go over the major tragedies, has an incredible wife, incredible children, an incredible following, it makes a difference to the world, has an incredible life, what kind of book does that guy write? And one of the most amazing things happened. Over a couple of days, my confidence grew. I went to my wife and I said, will you help me with this? I didn't want to ask for help. She's got a strong personality. I didn't want to act like I needed it. I said to my wife, she goes, I'd love to help. Four days later, the publisher got a copy of the book and the book got published, became a bestseller. And I realized something very interesting. The book was Michael wasn't, Michael was comfortable and he wasn't willing to ask for help. So part of life and getting where you want to go is asking help of the right people. It just so happens she understood publishing. She understood look and feel. She understood grammar. And it was avoiding someone that was right in front of me. So I'm going to tell you, every one of you has someone in your life. It may be Cody. It may be someone you work with. It may be a mentor. It may be an audio you listen to. Maybe me. Everybody's got somebody. If you could actually say to them, I'm doing well, but I could use your help. I guarantee you'll get where it is that you want to get farther in this world. It's that form of communication that changes everything. And my relationship with my wife grew tremendously. And then Corona hit and we have been with each other 24 seven, seven days a week, like everybody. And the best part is we are more on the same page than we ever were before. So that's what I'm gonna recommend to you to look in the mirror today and ask yourself, what would a person stop looking at yourself as a 12 or 15 or 22 or 30 year old or 40 year old, a 60 or 80 year old, look at yourself as today. What can the person that you are today do and the answer is absolutely anything. So you meet that person, you're going to get a, a, a grin on your face. You'll look in the mirror and you'll get to work. So there's my never said it before. I wanted to share that with you, Cody. And that's a, a big moment that I want everyone to get is finally meet you and you'll be amazed what you can do. 
There you have it, my friends, Michael Burnoff. We really appreciate you getting down and personal with us like Thank that you. and sharing some things that maybe you haven't shared, shared before for our audience. We really appreciate that. We felt it from your heart. And uh, just incredible golden nuggets of wisdom throughout this show today. We really appreciate it. So go to michaelburnoff.com or uh, get a copy of his book, Average Sucks. You can find that on Amazon. And uh, also you could go to calltoactiontime.com and uh, get, you know, listen to a lot of really, really good content for free. So again, Michael, appreciate all that you're doing. Thank you. And uh, we'll look forward to working with you on a future project. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. I admire what you do, Cody. You keep at it. The world needs more people like you to keep on showing up. That's what's going to change the world. Oh, I appreciate that very much. There you have it, everybody. Thank you. And uh, make sure you tune in again next week. We'll keep bringing them to you. Take care, everybody. Have a blessed week. Enjoyed this episode of the Relationship Marketing Podcast with Cody B. Be sure to subscribe to the show and leave a review so that together we can get this message, The Power of Human Connection, out to the world. You can find Cody's new book, The Power of Human Connection, on Amazon or the Send Out Cards gift store.